welcome to We Are Doomed, a Soccer Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerdum in general. Who are we? Well, I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. And I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Dane. I'm the Blue Ranger. And I'm uh, just along for the ride. There you go. That's our guest today, William. Willie? Do you prefer Willie? I prefer William. I'm William? Okay, yeah. Will, William, Bill? I'm going to call you call William. Him. I'm going to call him William. Bob. I'm okay with that. William, I'm okay with. Bobby. William it is. So, uh, why are you here today? Tell us. Tell I us am stuff. here to uh, talk a little bit about my YouTube channel and some stuff that we have upcoming. It's uh, Game Sass on YouTube, actually. I think everybody should look it up because we're pretty awesome. But... Mm-hmm. So YouTube okay. slash GameSass at yeah yeah GameSass game GameSass channel yeah I'm gonna look that up right now GameSass channel that's supposed G A M E S A S S right yes yes not to be confused with GameSass because that's not the same thing YouTube.com slash GameSass yep what what's that GameSass GameSass Gabe Newell GameSass what can't find him GameSass who's Gabe don't worry, we have a link set up in the description. Yay! Oh, so, what do you have on this channel, this YouTube channel? What what kind of what kind of games do you play, or what are the things do you do? Live action, gaming, anime? I don't know what what's what's on this. Tell me, describe it to me. Well, you know, we only provide the best quality content for our friends and fans. That too. Um, we actually we play a lot of video games on there. Uh, we might actually do some stuff in the future where we're going to be doing some, you know, live action stuff. We actually have a Halloween special coming up planned that's going to be pretty awesome. We're going to go ghost hunting for Ooh. everybody who watches. It's going to be cool. So you should subscribe to see that. Uh, but also, if you want to see us rage at video games and yell at each other, I would subscribe as well. Well, hmm. considering their uh, their trailer for their channel literally has the word ginger tits right at the beginning. <laughs> In relation to either that's either Dark Souls or okay. I'm pretty sure something that was else. Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, that was John raging at Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, how, how often do you upload? Is it like a once a month, once a week, once every five hours? Uh... We try to put out at least three episodes a week. Um, once we start growing a little bit more, I know I've talked to John, who's my partner in this. Uh, we've talked about going to daily uploads as soon as we get a little bit bigger with the channel. Ooh. But right now we're doing at least three episodes a week. It's mm. more than question, we ever do. I got a big question for you. Ooh. Have you done Overwatch yet? I have not. That's actually on my list of things to get. Uh, that's going to be one of the next games that I buy is Overwatch, and I think we're going to play it on there. Or at least I'm going to play it. John's not really a big first-person shooter kind of guy, but I love him. Excited cool. to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to play it. It looks like it's awesome. Now, a little bit you don't know about Dane is Dane likes fighting games, too. Isn't that right, Dane? That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Dane, what is your speciality? Fighting games. <laughs> well, which game in particular? Super All Smash Brothers Melee. Oh, actually, though, we have... We're going to be recording here pretty soon some Melee, because we have a GameCube set up to record on. Nice. So we're gonna make that happen right now. We have a we have a video out of uh, what is the name of it? I cannot remember. It's the one where they made the beach volleyball game. Dead or alive beach oh. volleyball. 
That's it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Dead or Alive 5, I believe, that we actually did a, a quick little playthrough of where John and I fought each other and just decided to yell. Fair enough. Please, please tell me you set their age to 99. No, we didn't set their ages. Oh. I didn't even think <laughs> we could set their ages, to be honest. So the ages in that game kind of determine how much uh, bounced action there is. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Go on, Dave. Uh, go, go on. Okay. Um, even though it makes absolutely no sense, if you crank their age up to 99, their poops basically touch the ground <laughs> and then touch the sky and then touch the ground again and then touch the sky. <laughs> Everywhere like crazy. Oh my god, okay. So that's that's that. Yeah, there we go. Now, <laughs> do you have any other plugs you want to talk about? Anything at all? Uh, Anything big? Well, you Actually, were saying you had something coming up. Yes, we've got the Halloween special coming up that we're doing. And also, in November, we have a basically a Veterans Day special as well, where uh, we are going to be doing a 24-hour live stream. It's actually going to be a 24-hour Pokemon live stream which is going to be crazy and I'm going to die. But we're doing it for you guys and we're doing it to uh, to give back to the community a little bit with that. We're, uh, we're going to be doing it for charity. We have, I think we've talked to two or three different charities that will help out people like uh, veterans who've just gotten back from the war, things like that. Also uh, people who handle depression and other you know serious illnesses such as those. So uh, it's something that we're really excited to to do. We're really looking forward to actually being able to you know give back to our community with that. Cool. Do you guys have you guys thought of doing a Twitch channel or anything? Uh, we we actually have a Twitch channel set up, and I I think that that's what we're going to go ahead and stream on. Okay. Um, we're going to try to do that and YouTube if we can. If not, I've talked to John a little bit about it. We're at least going to do it on Twitch as well. Um. The, the hardest part is it's just, like I said, it's going to be 24 hours, so that's going to be just a crazy amount of endurance. But we're going to have some uh, some guests on in that time, some people that we know. Uh, we're going to have a former Marine on who's cool. – it's going to be awesome to watch him play the Pokemon games. Um, not to mention we're going to just be drinking so much Monster that we're going to be vibrating by the end of it. Oh, I bet. Nice. So that's how you got to do it. you got to keep yourself awake. That's right. I don't even know. He wants to do 24 hours, so we're gonna do 24 uh, hours. Let's do it. You can buy it's, caffeine. It's not pills. the worst. It's it's not the worst I've seen. One of my favorite um, Twitch streamers did a, I think it was 710 hours. Jesus. It was almost a week um, of a group of people streaming. I don't. I couldn't do that. I don't even know if I can do if I can make it 24 hours. Without I can't remember exactly. I have to look it up, but I That's think it was crazy. it was a very very long stream. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. So, uh, with that, uh, I guess we have to go into that next little section. That's that's all little coals there. Uh, huh? Oh yeah, oh, right. I have oh, to talk about oh. the conventions for this week, don't I? Yes, you yes. do. Yes, you do. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Uh, I, I got to ask. So, wh where where are you from, William? I am from Texas. Both John and I are. Um, oh. We started the channel here, and we just want to see it grow. It's going to be awesome. We're trying to reach people all over the world if we can. Yeah, where, cool. like, where in Texas, if I may ask? Um, we're both from. It's right around Houston. It's a little north of Houston, where we live. Okay. 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 
Uh, do you do you, do you want to know where all of us are from then? Yes. Uh, so, Rob, where are you from? I am from the great stoned state of Washington. Not to be confused and... with the you know capital of Washington D.C., where everybody's stoned but it ain't legal there still. And then Dane, where are you from? You're in Seattle, right, Robert? More or less. A yeah. little bit south of there. Yeah. Dane, where are you from? I'm from that place many of you have seen in that show called Portlandia. I'm in Portland, uh, Portland, yeah, Oregon. There you go. We're getting stretched. We're stretched along the uh, country there. Now, where where is Cole and I? Can you guess? Somewhere far north. Alaska. Not that far. We're in Canada. We're in North Canada. Pole. In the middle of Canada. South yep. Pole. <laughs> Mexico. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're in Canada. The the yeah. Great I guess Mexico is north. You, I guess uh, I guess Mexico is north if you go far enough. Exactly. Canada. Far enough north, you will eventually hit Mexico. Canada yeah. is the better Mexico. Yeah. No, I'll I, like back, I will back that statement up. So there we go. We got a we got a wide stretch of people here. We're planning across like uh, Texas to Washington to Saskatchewan. So that's a big old sea right there if you look on a map. Anyways, that's a good chunk of land. Yeah, that's nice. I like I like this diversity, this diversity of people. So now, Cole, take it away. All right, this week, my goodness, we have a lot of conventions this week. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Jesus. We'll see you in an hour, folks. <laughs> Cole, start reading. Okay, starting off, we have Narcon Somar in Linkoping, Sweden. We have Amecon in Contre, UK. We have Anne Magic in Bonn, Germany. We have Anime Festival Orlando in Orlando, Florida. We have Anime Iowa in Coralville, Iowa. Um, Con Bravo in Hamilton, Ontario. Fandom Fest in Louisville, Kentucky. GlitchCon in Springdale, Arizona. Um, Louisville Anime Weekend was going to be held in Louisville, Kentucky, but unfortunately it was canceled. MechaCon in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, in New Orleans. Uh, TatsuCon in Buffalo, New York. Asheville Anime Regional Convention in Asheville, North Carolina. Kuro NikoCon in Spokane, Washington. LameCon in Lando Lakes, Florida. I don't know if I want to go to that con. <laughs> Sounds lame. Uh, 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 yeah, shut uh, up. Uh, and RodneyCon in Cranston... Where the hell is R.I.? I have no idea where that is. Rhode Island! Thank you. <clears throat> the butt crack of the north. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then over for Comic-Cons, we have Comic-Con Honolulu in Honolulu. Uh, Mecha-Con. Yeah. Mecha-Con in New Orleans, like I said before. Um, Texas Comic-Con in San Antonio, Texas. Connect in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Wow. RobCon in Bristol, Tennessee, and Rob, Columbia Comic Con in Columbia, MD. So, Rob, you have your own con. Yeah, Rob, why don't you tell us? Seriously, it's a con being run by me. You think I want there to be any potential of there being something entertaining going on? Uh, <laughs> I need this to be a tax write-off. I need this to be a total freaking failure. Wait, no, that only works in animation. I'm screwed. <laughs> well. 
But also going on like this weekend. This was all, of course, oh. for the time over July twenty eighth to the thirty first. But of course, as we were recording this, we have another large con going on. Right now? Of the international type. What? Oh, the, re <laughs> wait, con, the Republican and Democrat? No, um, no, 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 no. Calls Billy yeah. Dispense. Right really no, right. I thought that was a isn't, trick isn't question. San isn't San Diego going on this weekend? Oh, San Diego yes. Comic Con. Yeah, San Diego's going on right now. Wait, uh, international? Yeah. Come on. That technically, yeah, it's Comic Con. It was put out by Comic Con International. Oh, that's oh, what they call it now. So, as you figured, Cole's bad at building suspense and such. So, uh, <laughs> that's that. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you are attending any of these oh, conventions, no idea. ha ha ha. But in any case, though, if you are attending any of these questions, uh, conventions, make sure to have fun, be safe, and of course, follow the ten rules of con. Oh, I will, sir. I will. I might. Hey, yeah. Ten rules of con. They're yep. they're they're on here somewhere at the very bottom. If you they're at the very very bottom. Okay. Hey. 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 Well, I will not. Well, I will not be at Kuronekocon. I submitted an AMV to Kuronekocon. Oh, good job. Why Wait, is it? Is it the? Uh, was it the? Uh, the uh, the My Hero Academia AMV? It was. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. So, big con news. Nothing on right now. I guess Dane came back from a con, but I don't know. Do you want to talk about that? Do we have time to talk about that? Did you want me to talk about that? It's a different kind of con. I, I don't even know oh. what it is. So, any of you heard of PDX Land? Oh, right. Uh, oh, yeah. You won, like, a two graphics cards and stuff, too, I guess. didn't you? Yeah, GTX 9, uh, 1070 and GTX uh, 970. And you still won't sell me either one of them. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> You've won six fucking graphics cards in two years. I know. It's insane. <laughs> and you won't sell me any of them. What the hell, man? I've won about them. three. I've won about three, actually. He, he, he just keeps mounting them on his wall. <laughs> Get trophies. Give them Rob so Rob can actually play GTA with me. Because, goddamn, I need more people. I'm too short of having enough people to do heists because I want to do some damn heists. Maybe I will sell Rob the 970. You should. Over Hell, I'll take your least powerful graphics card. Any one of them will do it for me. I'll have to give you the good old friend discount. Oh. A handy in the I back alley. Charge him double? Charge him double? That's a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> no! So two handies in the back in the back alley. I mean, that's how I do friend discounts. No. <laughs> Uh, sexual favors that's what that's what that is so, okay yeah so that's good you want you want you want some graphics cards uh doing some stuff did, did you win them because you raffle or you win them because you're good at something so one was raffle okay the night the 970 was a play to win server so they had a server up for unreal tournament 2004 mm -hmm. i got back from dinner and it had already been 30 minutes since the server was up and they pick a random person in the server just for playing. I jumped in the server, and not 10 minutes later, someone said, hey, someone's calling for you. <laughs> I went wow. up to the front stage, and I was the random pick. So basically, Damn. you got really lucky. I got This super is Dane, lucky. though. Dane, are you lucky? Are you a lucky guy? I guess I am. He's I graphics card guys. lucky. I have all of you guys <laughs> in my life. Of course. Yay! Oh, jeez. Nah, 
Aww. Dane, I don't think we ever actually told you. I think Tyler might have mentioned this before. But in in our very, very first year, me and Tyler were both lazing around one evening, and we went to this random panel. Oh, no, yeah. Fuck, he knows about that. Oh, he does know about that. Okay. Wait, do I know about it? Yeah. Oh, you went to my panel. Yeah, Yeah, we went to your panel, and we had no idea who the hell you were. (laughs) (laughs) Then years later, you're like, hey, check out this thing I did, which was called Anime Hunter. He's like, okay, sure. Oh, shit, I was at a panel for this. I remember this. (laughs) Weird. I that thing. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, so that's that. Big con news. Dane won two graphics cards. We are all jealous. And we want uh, it. It's luck. Yeah, wants, wants, want that. Come, okay. Come, come. Uh, evening subject. I think we should move on to that. Let's, let's, let's move on down the track here. We're, we're now on a, I guess, a limousine that's, on, that's also a train now this time. It was a monster truck last time. It was a train this time. Was we're it a monster down. truck last time? It became it a monster truck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it's just like one of these limousines that keeps changing because it's like, like a, I want to say transformer. I want to also kind of say, yeah, yeah. Magic school bus. Yeah, we're on a magic limousine. But 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 what's that? What the hell is that? How does that theme song go? Get on, everyone. There you go. Oh. Reading Rainbow. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's close enough. Close yeah. enough. LeVar we, Burton would be proud. Uh, we all watched that too. So, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get this. Uh... Oh, who am I kidding? This thing's derailed anyway. Hey, let's uh, let's at least try to go and act like we're professionals here. Emphasis on act, boys. So let's uh, let's get this together. Acting. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna start talking more posh. Mm, yes. 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 Indeed. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Stocks, yes. Yachts. Yes, speaking of financials and all that kind of stuff, we wanted to go and talk a little bit about what we do outside of our conventions, our nerddom, our let's plays, all of those kind of things, and really giving back to the communities that we are around and largely have allowed us to be able to continue doing these things or encouraged us with what we do. And thankfully for us, we have a guest who wants to do just that. William, why don't you tell us a little bit about your planned, um, how do you, how do you call it? A, um, charity stream? A charity Mm. stream, indeed, yes. Word. Well, my good sir. (laughs) Please, you have the floor. Here we go. All right, well, John and I were sitting around the fire talking one day, as, as you do, swirling our brandy. Mm, yes, quite. <laughs> as well, having some cigars. After we started the channel, we decided to, uh, you know, communicate about what we really wanted out of the channel, and something that we both wanted was really to give back to our communities, and to really help those who need it and who have helped us before. So, with our first charity live stream that we're doing, I'm just going British now. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> with our first charity live stream that we're doing. We decided to go ahead and give back to our veterans because they went over there and, you know, they really helped us out a lot. So we decided to help them out a lot as well, Um, especially those who deal with things like PTSD and different situations like that, uh, where, you know, systems like the VA, they they try to help, but they are so broken right now that they they just can't. We have a... I think, I can't remember the exact numbers, but 
I think it's something like 70 or 80 percent of veterans are committing suicide before they can get help. Mm. So uh, that number to John and I was way too much. And so something that we decided to do was go ahead and get in, get in contact with a few charities that truly give the majority of the profits to the veterans who need it. So uh, that's pretty much what we've spent the last at least two or three months since we decided to do the live stream. Uh, that's something that we spent those last few months really trying to push for and you know, trying to make sure that it's going to be the most beneficial and that we're going to get into contact with charities who actually are going to give those proceeds to the people who need them rather than just you know pocketing them themselves. So uh, right now we're planning on doing, like I said earlier, that, that 24-hour Pokemon live stream in November to kind of kickstart everything off. Uh, which also with that we will be posting a receipt of our charitable donation so people can see that we're not keeping any of the money that everything that we receive during that stream is going to be going directly to those charities okay yeah nice uh, that seems to be I've always thought about that that seems to be a big thing where like charities all of a sudden became a business and then people would donate to them but then you wouldn't know how much of it it actually is going to charity. And yeah, like a really small amount would go to the actual yeah, charity. Nowadays, most of most of the big charities that you see, they're keeping like fifty or sixty percent of the profits and only sending the rest to who needs it. And that's something that John and I both really, really didn't like because we, we we looked up a lot of charities when we decided to do this, and yeah. that's something that we really found that we, it, it kind of disgusted us in a way. So. Yeah. Uh, We've we've got into contact with some veterans who've uh, who've served and who ha have worked with these charities, and we've also got in touch with the charities ourselves to kind of discuss with them exactly what would be happening. Mm -hmm. One of my uh, one streamer that I I follow, like that I mentioned before, Gamers for Change is another one that I know of that is a quite a good one. Um, they all their, their that might be another one that you want to look into as well, but that's mostly just for children that, um, for St. Jude's, yeah, for to helping uh sick kids play games so to make their stays in hospitals a little bit better. So, which, uh, speaking of sick kids and playing games, since Pokemon Go released, I know, um, John and I were actually planning on going up. There's a, a children's hospital in Houston that we were going to go to. And we were going to go ahead and drop some poke lures there because we have some extras and why not? Because, uh, you know, the kids, they can't really get out and go do like like everybody else can. So why not go and help them out by setting up a lure to bring the Pokemon to them since they can't go out and find them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, is a, that is a nice one that I like that I've heard about. Yeah, that's something that we're planning on doing soon. I think John already did, but I was working so I couldn't go with him. But I think together we're going to be going out here pretty soon and doing that as well. I'll that's tell you, good. that's uh, that's one of the most satisfying things you can go and do. Um, it, honestly, just as small as it seems, uh, things like the Pokemon Go and dropping the lures uh, off by children's hospitals and things like that, that has been one of the coolest things I've really seen the internet community do. Um, I'll fully admit that when it comes to a lot of this you know, charitable giving stuff, I find myself in kind of a weird position because I hear a lot of people making calls for things and then the internet never really seems to follow through, unfortunately. Yeah. 
So seeing people actually doing that with Pokemon Go is actually restoring some of my faith in humanity. And I have to say, William, you're doing great work here with what you're you know proposing and what you're going to be doing with this live stream. Um, I'm going to send you a list after this of some charities that I think you should get in or get a hold of as well. Um, there's a couple based in Texas that I've actually worked with that deal with. Uh, veterans and PTSD, uh, medical recovery aids, addiction or addiction help that are 100% charitable giving groups. They go and collect for all of their, uh, oh God, what do you go and call it? Call it uh, all of their overhead costs are collected through other, uh, uh, other events, fundraisers and uh, grants from other organizations. Um, yeah. That's it. <laughs> There really is, and and I can't speak for what goes on in Canada, but at least here in the U.S., that really, the situation with the VA especially is really an under-talked about problem that we're going and dealing with. And I don't fault anybody that's actually working at the VA and trying to help people out, but you know, you were going and talking about suicide rates with veterans. Right now, the reported number is 22 vets a day that are committing suicide. And that's if you don't go and count a lot of other things that are medication related. There's a lot of stuff or that's going on with them. Put on the waiting list. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on the waiting list situation. That will okay. literally make my head explode right now. We'll uh, be here now. I've done yeah, exactly. I mean, especially because don't you guys have a bad situation going on in uh, the San Antonio VA, if I remember correctly, where uh, they've literally just been putting people uh, onto extended wait lists for like the last four years, and they just keep dropping them out and reloading them in. Yeah, it's not just like San Antonio, though. It's, it's everywhere. Well, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. No, that's that was just something I read about recently here is that San Antonio has just been dropping people off after 30 days and putting them back onto the list perpetually for multiple years. Oh yeah. They've been, they've been pushing them as long as they can, which it's because the system is broken. I, I like, like you said, I don't fault anybody who works there. It's just the way that the system is mm -hmm. and it, it really needs to be reformed. The thing that I've heard the most about is, I don't know if, the, if this is just for veteran relations, but I, but the people like people that are calling in to help centers for like just to talk to someone and they're getting an answering machine. Yeah. And I just took a quick look here and for the Afghan mission, the number is 54. Mm -hmm. That have yeah. taken their own lives just from up for up here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's a third of what of people that died during the mission itself. Yeah. I mean, it's it. <laughs> It, one is too many when it comes to something like this. When it comes to a veteran committing suicide for any preventative re or for preventable reason, it's one too many. And we understand that there are going to be cracks in the system, but this is a place that we really do need to do more to go and help these people, at least until the system actually gets straightened out again. But exactly. you know, we also need to go and ride their asses to make sure that happens. So I... I'll encourage anybody, whether it's you guys or anybody else on YouTube or Facebook, Twitter, any place that people are really working and trying hard in an honest way to help these people. I got nothing but love for you, William. I, I really do appreciate what you're doing here. You're a good man. Mm -hmm. I, I just hope uh, we can actually make a real difference with this because that's, that's really what our goal is, is to make a real difference with, with our channel.
Definitely. Uh, Cole, yeah. I don't know what it's like in Canada for that, but like you might have a better idea because of your roommate of what veterans kind of go through here. Uh, it's not very good, especially over the last few years. Funding has been going down lower and lower. Um, it's not it's it's not as bad from what I've heard as the states, but it's it's starting to get worse. Hmm. Money being chopped in the spots where it needs to be, and mm. it's and routed in the places that it doesn't need to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, don't know. I, I, uh, I really have no connections to military or anything, or how it goes on in Canada at all. So I just, I don't really know. Uh, so I got, I got really nothing to add to this section at all. It's just kind of yeah. giving back. I've never really been part of charities too often like i've done i guess volunteer work and such but like i don't know it's just i don't really have much to say about it it's mm -hmm. just there was uh there was actually another thing john and i were going to do back this is going a little bit back to the pokemon go thing uh we we talked about once they introduce battling what we're going to do is uh we're gonna go ahead we're gonna buy just like five or six sets of the Kanto gym badges mm -hmm. and we're going to go up to these children's hospitals and we're going to battle the kids with some of the, the lower level Pokemon and whenever they beat us we'll go ahead and we'll actually give them a gym badge cool uh, as bad as this is going to sound um, my new boss is planning the same thing <laughs> yeah? ah oh, copycat <laughs> that's funny no though. I think a lot of people have probably had that idea and that's uh, they, they... My boss it's actually is a really one. cool guy, but it's like, oh my god, seriously, you just gotta work your way into everything going on in Seattle, don't you? <laughs> mm -hmm. no, I think that's something though that John brought up that I think would be really cool to do, just because uh, to see the look on the kids' faces when they actually beat us, like that, that'll be something awesome. That's what I that think. will be. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Well. Uh... Do, is, does anyone have anything else to say for, for giving back about doing charity work or or put it in more than what you're getting out of it? I guess. Uh, Not really. I, I donate to to charity streamers usually every once in a while, so that's usually my way of going of heading back. So the the only thing I'm gonna say on this because there's a billion different things we could say and this could be you know another one of our famous four hour long podcasts if we really got into it uh if you are going to be doing any charitable giving do your research on the companies the foundations the organizations that are doing this mm -hmm. um like we mentioned before there are a lot of organizations that will go and take 40 50 60 90 percent of the profits that go through mm -hmm. there or the proceeds that go through there before it ever actually finds its way to somebody if to anybody at all and a lot of times even if the organization itself isn't uh taking money who they're giving money to sometimes ends up being that kind of situation yeah so just do a lot of uh research on there try to go and find ones and you know overhead costs happen in these things you know if you go and find something that's eight percent or lower in operational costs that's not a bad charity there are a lot of them that do 100 percent uh donations so try to go for those guys but depending on what it is you're donating to it doesn't always work out that way but 
if they're talking about taking 75, 80%, please don't give them any money. Let's get those guys out and get the real charitable guys in. Exactly. Those are just there as a business, basically. Yep. 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 Because it's any anything can become a business and it just becomes profitable and then you kind of just see that. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess that'll round this end off. And I think I'm gonna flip the switch. Rob, can I flip the switch? Mm. Uh, hold on, hold on. We haven't heard from Dane in a while. Dane, you uh, you got anything oh. to go and say before we flip the switch? Did he fall asleep? No, I didn't fall asleep. I'm still here. I don't really have much experience with uh, with the donations go, but I really uh, admire what you guys are doing there for those who are actually participating in uh, in raising money for those causes. Yeah, oh, here I was expecting you to just go and say hit the switch, damn it! Oh, <laughs> hit the switch! Then you just had it. to get emotional and back on subject. Jesus. Uh, okay, well, here we go. I surprise people. What is a fandom? Movies, TV, anime, web series, anything can become one. But the internet has made them into something more. Wars have been fought over whose fandom is the greatest. Families, friendships, and marriages have all been lost in these battles. Every week, we see who has what it takes to be the best. It's Rob's Stone Cold Pick of the Century for this week. Let's see who has what it takes to be it this week. That that's that that's the link. That's the uh, that's the intro right there. The Be thing. quiet, Tyler. It's time for Rob Stone Cold Pick of the Century for this week. Okay. Wow, intense. Yes, yes. Come it's on, like we were just in a really raw and emotionally, like a... uh, emotionally revealing subject there for a second. I gotta get us pumped back up. We gotta get back yeah, in the total podcast mode. It's time to derp, damn it. <laughs> derp, 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 derp. Like, derp. Entrance. Sure. It's just like, it's time to derp. Derp. That's right, and Rob Stone Cold, pick of the century. For this week, also known as the Fandom of the Week. Green-eyed, white, Dane. Wait, Dane, what color are your eyes? Do you know? Do you, Dane, what color are your eyes? I need to know this to be factually correct when I say this. My eyes, they're blue. Blue eyes, Dane. Oh, damn. All right, you're white, too. Blue eyes, white, Dane. It's perfect. It's, it's just so Dane, are you actually a dragon? Like, are well, you? I am. I am. Well, it's funny because it... <laughs> Okay, enough of this. Enough of this. This is a place of business. Okay. Uh, yes, but this leads into the, or this leads into what the subject for this week's fandom of the week is. My theory that Dane is secretly the blue eyes white dragon. Dun dun dun. <laughs> this week, where my Brooklyn rage. Brooklyn. Yep. but seriously folks this week for the fandom of the week we're just talking about our favorite fan theories movies video games whatever you got let's hear them (laughs) so let's see here who's gonna go first this time me 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 the blue guy me me me, miney mo catch a dad stain 
Yeah. All right, guys. So, what's your favorite? Not sure if there was a specific category we were looking for here. Nope. But my favorite, even though I'm not a big fan of Star Wars, is the fan theory that Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord. Okay, I knew <laughs> so, it. I knew it. Wait a second. Whoa. I like that so, one. Damn, I got some things to say about that, but go <laughs> ahead. I knew you were going to say this too. Oh my God. A lot of people were thinking that Kylo Ren was going to be him, so... Yeah, that was a thing. Was gonna be Jar Dude, that would have made that movie perfect and flawless. <laughs> right? They, they, they still hold on that they're thinking like the... Uh, uh, that Well, look at it. Uh, Emerald uh, Stoke is still somehow Jar Jar Brinks. It's just like... I don't know, man. It's just... he The, the way they have him, like just always being the idiot. And then they think... Because they did, they did that Naruto, where like the where uh, the character who was like the complete idiot turned out to be like uh, the mastermind behind all of it. And even and then, just... he's still not the mastermind. No, he wasn't. No, it was even the other like his like the guy underneath him who was like the mastermind. And even like... then, he wasn't the mastermind. God, it was crazy. Naruto. Oh man, that's Naruto. That's a whole another kettle of fish. Let's let's leave that. But yeah, no, I understand what you mean. Where they they people point out so many times, where like they see Jar Jar Binks over there, and like they're saying when any like important character is doing something, you go watch Jar Jar Binks because he's gonna be mouthing along with them because he's making them say that because he's using his Jedi mind forces. And he's always just playing the idiot character to like hide, and it's just oh god. Yeah. I don't know. Though, you, that you would have made thing. the prequel so much better. Okay, so yeah. apparently this is this is some of the one the reason people consider this. I actually pulled it up, and I'm reading through the an article about it. Um, apparently, the, the establishing him as a as a skilled warrior and how he's like can uh, really what was his standard? Um, uh, in ter- uh, skilled force user in terms of martial ability and mind control. Yeah, because he's a uh, he's like an outcast, and he's bumbled his way to success. And like, he's not Mister mm-hmm. Bean. Like, I, he I, pretends. Here's the thing, though: is a lot of people are saying that it, that's all fake. Him bumbling is all fake. Yeah, and he's, he's hiding apparently, himself. Like one of the examples they have is like right after when they were going down to the to the to the Gun Gun City, he makes a standing twenty foot twisting somersault into the into the into the water. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and that's and like using force power to do that, I guess. Yeah, and apparently also, if you uh, there are multiple different things. Apparently, he is really good at drunken fist wushu. Yes, <laughs> a... actually, when he was on the when he was on the battlefield of Naboo, I know he kind of just like bumbled his way into killing a bunch of droids. Yeah, which is known as drunken fist wushu, technically. Yeah. Um, and also, if you slow down a couple gips. He like he does. He, he's extremely martial, and he can keep up. And apparently, just a lot of different stuff. It's actually kind of interesting. And also, if you you'll notice in some videos, some videos is that you'll he'll dodge incoming blaster shots at the very, and then he'll be somehow very aware that there's a droid cut behind him, even though he can't see it or hear it over the battle. Hmm. I know. Uh, one of the biggest things I heard about that was um i guess when they had first gone into naboo when uh i think the droids were actually coming to take the princess and the jedi leaped down from the balcony yeah jar jar is apparently dangling from the balcony at one point but then he yeah. drops uh, from the other side 
Yeah. And you see the robot track him too. Yeah, they they follow his like his leap that he did over to the other side of the balcony. So I know that that was something that I had saw supporting the theory. Yeah, that's another thing that's in this as well. Which uh, you know, I would actually really be okay with that. Like cuz for me that would make the prequels so much more tolerable than they are. Supreme Leader Snooki is apparently the name they've been given him. <laughs> Supreme Leader Snooki? Snooki. Snooki. Snooki wants snoo snoo. I am the dark <laughs> Sith Lord Snooki. <laughs> Supreme Leader Snoke is the Supreme Leader of the First Order. Yeah. yeah. He's the big guy with the thing in his face and like the indent and such and he's a hologram. Come on, Cole. Wait, no, you still haven't watched the movie, have you? No. Oh, my God. What the hell? Oh, my God. It started again. Way to go. (laughs) That's it. Eject Cole for the podcast. We've been doing this since episode one. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. This is episode 25, for God's sakes. This was a thing. Like, when we first started this podcast, we were like, Cole hasn't seen it. We were like, okay, watch the trailer. What do you think the movie's about? What's going to happen? He still hasn't seen it yet. How have you oh, got, it's been like eight months. Yeah. I, yeah I'm new stuck. here and I'm offended. All right. <laughs> you should be. I am. Okay, let's Ridiculous. move on to the next fan theory. You know what, God, Billiam, how, how would you like to uh, have your own uh, video game table section? No, nah. we're not going to there is a There is a catch. You have to be able to morph into a physical table. Okay, I, I'll practice a little bit, but I think I can do it. Okay, okay. Next week, uh, next week we'll have to try this out. <laughs> I just caught a diglet that just happened right now. Uh, I, I caught a dead on that five minutes ago. Yeah. So uh, what? Wait, what? Dead on that. I evolved the gold oh. earlier. Apparently, venonats oh. aren't in Canada. They're all around where I am. No, we got. I got a lot of venonats. I've caught quite a bit too. Um, no, I, I, I've just poke. Here's some Pokemon Go talk because we're going to talk about it. I've gotten, like, how common is um, Ratatats and Pidgeys in your area? Super common. Super common. And yeah, Weedles. So, I haven't seen too many Weedles. Neither have I. Um, I've and, gotten a few Weedles. Okay. What's everybody's current strongest CP? Uh, hold on a second here. 771. 1211. 116 Rhyhorn. Oh, I got a pincer. Uh, i I've got Snorlax a 1100. Flareon. Oh, there's a Snorlax over there. What, what was yours? A Flareon? Yeah, 1211 Flareon. That's my strongest. Um, yeah, I got a Jolteon recently. I evolved that. Yeah. No, we we have a lot. Of, <laughs> since we're in the prairies, we have no water Pokemon whatsoever. Um, I all my river, river was okay. No, man. I've been down there. There's there's nothing. Like, I got, like, there's a Kingler on the thing, and it says there's a Kingler somewhere, and I look around, and I don't find shit. There's a, a Shelder, and there's around there somewhere, and I don't find it at all. My Magikarp, I got from an egg. And then I go I look at tracking. Uh, tracking's a little off right now. To be fair, I don't have any yeah. Fire-type where I'm at. Like, I cannot find a Fire-type to save my life. Oh, my God. I caught really? a Magikarp on the river. Yeah. Oh, man, Every I've Fire-type got... I have, I patched. Which I do have a few really, really good fire types, but I just I've had to hatch them all. I just I just caught a Charmander recently. Like I was like before this oh, podcast, I caught a Charmander. And and Ponita and Rapidash are super common here. Like mm-hmm. 
I've gotten tons of Ponyta. Uh, I saw and, and, um, a Nine Tails at a local gym. Oh yeah, I saw I saw a Vulpine somewhere around here. They're like downtown. Uh, but yeah, no, Eevees are pretty common here, so you can I see a lot of uh, Flareons because you can get Eevees pretty frequently. Ghost types? Yeah, I haven't seen a single ghost type, not a single one. I caught. I ghastly. have more Gastlies than Pidgeys at my apartment. Goddamn. I got one ghastly came from an egg. You just you can't find ghost types. There's none around here. Oh, I've been finding them at night in the park. Yeah, they oh. they're more they're more active at night. Like they pop up more at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been out. I've been out there. I've been looking. It's just I, I've been you using. Sound so been, offended by it too. <laughs> it's it's annoying because like it is this game is like location areas. Like I look. I look at people around like coastal areas and they're catching tons of water Pokemon and I can't find any water Pokemon. It's just, it's so and we're, and we're And we're in a city with a huge friggin' river. Yeah, apparently that's not enough water. Like the ones I'm seeing is like, I look at Vancouver and they've got tons of magic carps and they got like shelters and uh, those uh, uh, Dagoon. Oh, how do you pronounce that? The, the seal ones. Dugong. 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 That's how you pronounce it. They they've got all those around, and they got the polywhirls. Like they they got those because they're near a big enough body of water, where a river going through your city just isn't enough. It still locates you to being some kind of grass area. So it's it's a little frustrating because I know I'll never I'll never get enough Magikarp to get myself a Gyarados. I have to. I like, did catch him. I did catch him a, a Magikarp the other day. That's that's rare then. That's like that's rare around here. Because I was, yeah. I've been around the river quite a bit, and I just, I don't see anything. There's just not that many water types at all. Like mm. the odd one will spawn, um, but it just, they just, they just, we don't have enough water around here, so it's all grass and normal types. Mm. I've got ninety-eight Magikarp candy. God damn! God damn! <laughs> but you have to have four hundred to evolve the Magikarp, and yeah, that's the need- problem. You basically need 101 Magikarps. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it isn't even the strongest one that you can get a or it isn't even the strongest Pokemon you can get a hold of either. No. What is the strongest one? What, what's Mewtwo? It's like an Arcanine or something like that. It's crazy. Oh. Which I have a Growlithe that I had. So I, I actually randomly found this website um, through um, Philip DeFranco. I've got and, a couple of and apparently the highest the highest they were showing the what the highest cp while in in the wild can be can be done that it can spawn at and apparently mewtwo can spawn with 4440 uh, cp okay i don't think that's right cuz i've seen no. a couple of things that show their max points and i haven't seen anything over 30 uh 3500 you're we're also talking about the rarest pokemon in the game has anyone even caught a Mewtwo? It's an event only Pokemon, from what I've heard, though. Yeah, I, I think don't even Mewtwo think should caught. only be for events. I yeah. think it is going to be for an event. But I don't they, think anyone's but, but caught it's still encoded. Yet. It's still encoded in the game. Like, yeah, it's mean, still encoded in there. But uh, those are those are going to be event only, like the legendaries. They're only going to be events. Although I did hear something about the Mewtwo event, which sounds awesome. Uh, he's going to be one of the only Pokemon that you act that you catch by actually battling him. Huh. Yeah, so once cool. they introduce the battling system, you'll actually fight Mewtwo for the chance to catch him. 
Yeah, it sounds like they have tons of updates that they're trying to plan. Because right now, this is just like a collection. Server game. fixing. Yeah, it's it's a collection no, game. Tech errors is what they're fixing. Yeah, yeah. yeah recently, with their last update, so yeah, so like pisses everybody off. Yeah. But anyway, it's, can we get can we get back on track? Yes, yeah, yes, uh, we should get back on track here. Uh, so, yeah. Dane, our... so Dane. Hmm? So Dane. So me. Yeah, so why do you believe that Jar Jar is a Sith Lord? So, you guys already mentioned a lot of the reasons, some of the evidence shown. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was a thread I read that basically showed all the clips. And basically, one in particular that wasn't mentioned is how Jar Jar, it was like a, a battlefield he was on, and he was flat on his back, and how he got up. It was some type of, like, martial arts technique. Kip-up. It's kip-up, so, yeah. Kip-up, yeah. And they actually uh, crossed, uh, compare, they compared that to the actual motions. So Jar Jar Binks being an idiot, why would he know this stuff? Mm. That's true. He makes, he makes no mention of having any like combat skills. I I really wish that the theory was true. I think it would actually make a lot of sense and it would make those prequels, like I said, just so much better and so much more tolerable. Lucas would probably true. like he probably saw the theory and was like, well, shit, I should have done that. Right? Yeah, especially considering the way he's defended that character after all these years. Yeah. Well, from what I heard, he actually had something similar in mind when he created Jar Jar. But I don't know how true that is. He's said a lot of things over the years and retconned his own ideas as time's gone along. I, I just can't take anything he says seriously. Like, Ron yeah. didn't shoot first? Yeah. But any case, though, um, so that's what you you stand by that, Dan? Oh, wait. I was waiting. Yes. I'm back. Yes, I was stand by that. I have, I have some things. Uh, isn't wasn't Jar Jar created because of like George Lucas's son? Well, Jar Jar was born from the Bagugu of Mama Jar Jar. So <laughs> that's how he was born. Sure, yeah, the physically, but I mean, like, uh, uh, fictionally, uh, character-wise, uh, because he's a fictional character. He doesn't exist. I know. It's hard to believe. It's okay. What? This is blasphemy. Right we boot Tyler from the call. This is blasphemy. No, you can't. I'm, I'm, I got to be the realist. Charger is God. I've right-clicked his name, and I think... <laughs> no, Shrek is, Shrek is God. He actually, he, he's running the call, so you can't. Ah. Okay. Theory so, is absolute. I shall say no what, counter argument. Wasn't like I, I, I heard George Lucas talk about that Jar Jar is still his favorite character because um like it it was his son who suggested it. Like that's that's where that all came from. Is his son was like, I want this character to be a thing. And then he was like, Fuck, okay. And he threw it in there and then he's that, that, that's just that and then that's that. You up. Here you go. I mean, that's believable for the great origin story of Jar Jar Binks. His kid just said, "Hey, have this dumb butt in there." Yeah, maybe maybe it's too believable. Then maybe well, it was like some kind of pro, uh, producer or something. Who knows? I, I'm actually googling right now from when he said that, and after over a decade of defending him, he comes out with that statement in 2012. I don't know. That, that's that strikes oh, me as a cop out right before he went and sold to Disney. Mm, mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, who knows? Like, I'd actually like to believe that because then, 
then suddenly the character isn't quite as intolerable or bad. Um, At least we know why. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I'm okay with believing that one, but it's just with George Lucas and his tendencies, I don't know. I just, I want to believe it. That's all I'm going to say. I just want to believe it. I see. Who who know who really knows what George Lucas and his multiple chins really knows? What secrets he holds? <laughs> How many brains uh, he's got in those chins? Yeah, yep. it's like a hive mind. Uh, well, is that it? Is that all? Did we just talk about one fan theory? Is that is that enough? Yeah. Hold no, on. No, it's not. We got to do not. more. We got to do it's more. Not. You want to do more? I've got, got one. one more. Cool. Okay, Give me your theory. No, Will uh, seems to have one. Will has one. I've got a pretty good one. Oh, okay. All right. So I was reading a while back about James Bond and a, a pretty popular fan theory with him about how there are actually multiple people that use the code name James Bond rather than mm-hmm. there just being one one character as James Bond throughout the in, the entire years, which uh-huh. would actually make a lot of sense and it would explain how he could go all the way back from the '60s when the movies first started up until today with modern technology. Yeah. Yeah, because that's actually... the whole, uh, uh, like that, the whole uh, like pirate Robertson theory. Like... Exactly how it's just passed on. Whenever one dies or retires, it's passed on to the next. Yeah. I yeah. really like that theory for James Bond because I feel like it would make a lot of sense, and it would kind of uh, it would give some continuity to the characters, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do too because it's it's organized like organized spy business. So if the person who is 007 keeps changing, then you can't. Uh, pin him as a spy. His cover never gets blown because if his cover gets blown, then you just have a new person and they're now 007. And it's more of a stature that you can get to becoming 007. Uh, double stature. O agent. Yeah, because the double yeah. O agents, the double O agent status is a status. Because I remember, because if you remember from Goldeneye, Janice was, I think, six. Yeah. Yeah. And so. There can be, yeah, yeah, multiple double O whatever numbers, and then that's just Or just O seven, but double O is like a high is the high highest tier apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there can it's, all, like, it's uh, like the top of MI6. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like there's there's the yeah, the top seats, and then once you get into that seat, that's that's where you are. So yeah. I, I would like it if there's like a double O one. Like if double O one was the best spy ever. Or double O zero. Double O zero. Oh god. <laughs> Triple zero. This whole thing. That's this just... thing, it really is a brilliant theory, and it's one that's existed pretty much since uh, I think Roger Moore went and took over the title of uh, James Bond in the movies. This one's great, though, because the producers of the current series of movies um, from Casino Royale to Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and just recently Spectre, the producers have been such a fan of this theory going back for decades that they've actually started building in hints that all of these titles do get passed on from person to person inside of the organization. Um, the changeover, or I should say the passing of the title of M in Skyfall was such a big deal and really planted things. And there's actually suspicions that the beginning of the next 007 movie will actually feature... Uh, the trading of titles or the, you know, uh, induction of the new 007 since Daniel Craig's out. That would be pretty cool to see, actually. Yeah. Um, 
I know the only thing that kind of like puts a like a hole in that, even though it could still kind of be explained, is I think it's in uh, I think it's in Skyfall when he goes back to his uh, to his childhood home. It actually mm-hmm. says his parents' name as Bond on their on their tombstone. Yeah, no, that's that's the weird one. I just I don't know. That's like the one thing that goes and stands in contrast to that. But even that, I mean, you could play it off like a coincidence and still have it be solid. Unless there's just a bunch that, of Bonds. Or are you gonna mean like when when MI six when he got inducted, he became James Bond from then on. Like, whatever yeah. his name was before, maybe they just actually went and changed everything, even his childhood home. Maybe they yeah. actually changed all of that to Bond instead of whatever their last names actually were to protect him. Wow, maybe he has, like, eight brothers, eight or nine brothers, all named <laughs> Bond. They've been dying one by one. Maybe maybe right. it just goes from, like, passes on through the family. <laughs> if I was British, I'd be really pissed off, because that's where my tax dollars are going. Yeah, Alec like Trevlin was those change this man's name to Bond. Sorry, 006 was tra- yeah was uh, Alec. Actually, you guys know it should be uh, the new Bond that should be replacing Daniel Craig. You guys remember that cartoon, James Bond Junior? He should be oh of age now. Oh my god! He should oh be of my... age now. He'll be the new Bond. Oh my god! Why? Why? Why do you bring that? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was a show. Was he? No, he wasn't even his son. He was his like nephew, wasn't he? Do we know for sure? I'm calling uh, Cannon for new Bond. Oh God, I think yeah, I think he was like his nephew and uncle. Was like uncle. uncle. Yeah, so yeah, that's nephew Cole. Guess what the famous <laughs> lo- they, apparently the young boy was his... not the other man's uncle. That's not how it works. No. no did you, did you hear, <laughs> sorry, did you hear? Apparently, this was his. That he expanded on his uncle's famous line. My name is Bond, James Bond Junior. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, so bad. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my but brain hurts right now. Moving Ugh. on, though. Let's yes. Move, shall we? Want to move on? Is that enough yeah. fan theories? That's all our fan theories for now. No, no. I've I got have, one. I, I got to throw one out. You got to throw one out? Throw it out there. I got I got to throw this one out because I got to get it out before the movie premieres. Ooh. <laughs> so, Great. everybody here is excited for Suicide Squad, more or less. Yes? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> ever since we first saw pictures of uh, the Joker from this movie, yeah. something's been getting me a little bit here. And for the record, I'm actually not wait, against... Wait, where's here? I, I can't see where you're pointing. Okay, okay, okay sorry. You know where he's pointing. His, yeah. his crotch? Exactly. Yes, obviously, yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Big old boner, gotcha. Yes, yes, my dick is now known as the Joker, thank you very much. Um, he saw Harley and he just got excited, you know. <laughs> I got revved up. Okay, go. <laughs> go. Anyway. So, Jared Leto is somebody that I've known as an actor for a long time, uh, even though it's a poor representation of the original source material. Um, Fight Club is a movie that I watched more than a decade ago and really liked. That was a good movie. Uh, his character, uh, I believe his name was uh, Angel Face, if I remember correctly. Um, Jared Leto, his character got the crap beat out of him and like teeth all knocked out and everything. It's a really violent scene in that movie and it's it's great, but you know, watch it, 
Uh, Heed my warning. It's going to be intense on that. Well, a couple of months ago, I was just scrolling around online and found myself in the the rabbit hole that is Reddit and ran across a theory that I know isn't true, but God damn it, I want to believe this. That Jared Leto's character in Fight Club becomes the Joker. Yeah, I've heard that one. Okay, good, good. Somebody else has heard about that. Yes. So, uh, hear me out on this. He's got light blonde hair in that movie, so it's not far fetched to think that he would di- or that he could dye it green for starters. Uh, in Fight Club, he had his teeth knocked out, and in Suicide Squad, you see him with uh, his bottom grill uh, replaced. Um, obviously, from Edward Norton going and beating him out in the first place there. Uh, Angel Face gets a Project Mayhem uh, scar on his right hand. And in this movie, he's going and wearing a purple glove only on his right hand. Maybe to hide it. I don't know. Maybe. 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 Yeah. And uh, here's the inspiration. I actually found the original Reddit article behind all of this. So here's where the whole inspiration for this came from. After getting beat up, which is an understatement, Angel Face wants to become Tyler Durden, or at least a better Tyler Durden. Uh, After participating in Project Mayhem, Angel Face tries to do what Tyler did and eventually gets caught and becomes the Joker after getting out of prison, which is where he got his tattoos. That's all there is behind this theory, and we know that this isn't going to be brought up in the movie, but I'm just curious when we finally see this, will there be anything in it that makes this any less valid. I just want to see this movie just to go and see if I can poke holes in this one theory. This is just, just too fun for me like, to say no. Just see if he like pulls the sleeve off and yeah. it shows Project Mayhem. Yeah, exactly. Like if if there is anything like that in there, I am just going to go ape shit in the theater. <laughs> I'm just gonna lose it. Yeah. First rule. Second rule. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's that's all I got. Any, anybody else got anything else they want to say? I'm not I'm sure really. he violated the entire first rule <laughs> just by bringing it up. Yep. 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 And now hold and on. Second. I just talked about a movie. I didn't talk about an actual thing. Oh, so you said the words. Did sir. I really? First rule and second rule. So, well, in that case, then, I'm sure there's about six guys outside of my hotel room door right now that are ready to kick my ass. Well, they were probably uh, they would break the door in. Let's do this on yeah. three. One, two. Thank God I'm in another state. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, wow. Tyler, why don't you start your segment? I think I'm about to get really, really hurt and possibly develop a speech impediment. As ah. Munchkin would say, peeking down the door. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let me uh let me get the zombie band up. Uh Oh god. <laughs> Rob, Dude, if if Rob was a good gentleman, he'd mute his mic while he gets a beaten. So I think he's done that. Okay. Zombie band. Get up. Go. They're going. They're they're ready. They're up. They're they got their musical instruments. That's a thing. Yep. Okay. Here we go. 
Anytime now. No, they're not playing. Ah, it's time for Tyler's Anime Corner. Now in Tyler's Anime Corner, once a week, I, Tyler, ask a question about anime. My friends come up with an anime, fit that question. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's scary, sometimes just plain weird. What it always is, is very enlightening. This week's question is fan service. Let's see what my friends come up with this week's Tyler's Anime Corner. Okay, that's that. We have an intro. It's done. We're ready to go. Who? Do you think Robert's uh, finished being beat up yet? Robert, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? Robert, are you okay? Can he talk? Does he still have teeth? He's gonna. Yeah, we'll find out later. Yeah, he's probably unconscious. He'll wake up. It'll be fine. Um. Who wants to go first? Anyone? Dane Taylor. Oh, 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 Dane, Dane, you want to go first? Me. What if Cole goes first? No, Dane, go. Never Cole. Never Cole. So fan service. Yeah. I would like to bring up something called Shogeki no Soma, or you might know it as Food Wars. In the description, you will have a link to the fan service that this anime provides. And for the people listening who don't know, it's about people who make amazingly delicious food that is so good the people who eat it have their clothes blasted off. Season 2 is airing right now. I, I and it's funny that you put it's sad that I know exactly which uh, episode this is from as soon as I open it. Yes, Cole, it is sad. Now, keep going. So, it ranges from people just dancing around in a field as they're eating, just imagining it. That's how they feel when they're chewing on the, the succulent meat or dishes. But most of the time, it's usually a female character acting like she's having an orgasm every time she sicks her teeth into the meat or dish. And their clothes blow off. <laughs> their clothes blow off most of the time. <laughs> watching it right now that sounds kind of awesome oh my god every time i watch this they just have <laughs> orgasms and all like if it's like anything about really saucy food it's just like the sauce is like blowing right on their the loins right there like wherever you gotta marinate it somehow yeah <laughs> so, but the, so the funny thing about this with all the fan service like normally i hate fan service okay but the funny thing about this show that even though it has fan service, it actually teaches you how to cook. Yeah, does I know, it? right? It does. How much it of that does. is actual real? Like, because they all of it. 100%. All of the actual techniques are real. Hmm. Because I don't know. Like sometimes I watch anime. My like, roommate, my roommate has actually made some of the dishes. Okay, because they talk about it. I'm like, are they just bullshitting, or are they? No, saying, they're oh, not. They they're, it's all legit. Tyler, infuse... you need to watch the spice episodes where they have to combine I've... different spices. No, that's true. I I'll get down with that. I, I agree with that because like how they make a like they talk about curry a lot and like yeah those are the essential things that make curry and that's that's what they throw into that and so I don't know it's it's like the basics yeah I agree with but then when they go like how they use such subtle things on such recipes that make it taste like what it does when they when the clothes blow off that's where I get skeptical. 
Well, Cole or uh, Tyler, I will tell you right now. The next time I see you, I will make one of those dishes. God damn it, you like, should try it. And I'll yes. be damned if your clothes don't fly off. They probably will because you're making me food. Like that, just that's automatic. If, if someone makes me food, my clothes just fly off. It's I'll, it, I'll also it's, only it's be wearing thing. an apron. <laughs> yeah, your clothes won't be on either. You'll be that character. That's actually a character. Like, yeah, that is a character. <laughs> So we'll be cosplaying, and then we'll just both be naked. Unfortunately, there will probably be other people in the room, and then we'll just be two naked guys in a room with a bunch of people. Yeah, Don't food wars. That, food wars. It's just it's, it's normal things. Stuff happens. Okay, yeah, so that's fan service. I like that. Good stuff. I'm hungry now. God damn, that show makes me hungry. I know, makes right? Me so hungry. I'm going to get a bowl of cereal right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. We've talked about Food Wars. We've talked about Food Wars quite a bit because that's one of the animes that only Cole has just seen. So, no. What what else have you seen, Cole? Come on, tell me. Tell me right now. What else have you seen? Fan service, go. What's your answer? Kill a Kill. Have you actually watched Kill a Kill? Yes. Oh, oh. Go on. It's kind of fairly obvious, considering like if you just watch the first few episodes and how the the uniform essentially goes not is essentially a living pervert. Essentially, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more deep thought when you get further into it, though. How oh, yeah, oh, totally. But that's just the essential like, and the fact the costumes themselves are all literally just fan service. Yeah, yeah. The, the the armor is literally is like under boob city. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The producers of that one, who, who did that one? It was that it wasn't guy next. They were triggered by them, weren't they? Rob, are you still here? No, I no, I think he's still yeah. recovering. Yeah, he's still recovering. I can't remember because like they they became guy. They were their guy next, and then they turned into trigger. trigger. Okay, so it's they were triggered trigger by them. They were triggered by them. Yeah, they. They have a lot of animes like that, that they have women and boobs and clothes and stuff like that pointed out. Because they also did things like Gurren Logan, where they've got that Yuki who has lots of, wear nothing, no clothes and big breasts. And then they also have uh, Patty and Stocking, which is very tongue-in-cheek. Um, so, yeah, no, they, they just kind of do stuff like that. But then they they talked about how clothes were actually evil in the whole thing and they had the whole nudists and had fucking little thread uh, counts yeah the thread count because that was like a 10% thread count of like the god clothing because we can't have any more or else it would literally kill you because it's too strong the clothing was too strong but they had the nudists who were all all the actual private parts like the nipples there was always like glowing stars on them and yeah no yeah yeah, yep. I like that. That's good. That's that's definitely fan service. But like, it almost goes to the point where they're being satirical about it. So, yeah, I don't know. But it's still there. There's still boobs there. A lot of underboob. So much underboob. I have returned. Oh, you're back. I'm back with my bowl of great nut flakes with paprika and curry powder. Huh. Food huh. wars. <laughs> <laughs> just the answer to that huh huh yeah. yeah okay cereal paprika and curry powder on cereal 
What kind of cereal are you saying? What? Wait, what? Cornflakes? What? Whip nut flakes. I still, you, you still had food in your mouth. I heard, I heard um, flakes. That's, that's. I would understand nut egg. Great nut flakes. Great nut flakes. Great nut flakes. Grape a nut treasure. With with paprika and curry powder. I would understand nutmeg, but paprika. Weird. Like wait, like is it actually good? Like should I try that? No, you don't want okay. to try that. Okay, I won't try that. <laughs> okay, because I. I don't know, man. Maybe you maybe you threw some things together, and maybe that shit was good. And then, like, I don't want to miss out. I want to be part of it. I want to taste some things. That summarizes oh. my entire cooking experience. I just threw some shit together, and maybe it was good. I don't know. This is a spice. Put some spice in there. Boom, boom. I yeah, found a really good progi casserole recipe that I've, that I've made a couple times. As long as you say bam when you're putting spice in there, it must be good. Bam. Exactly. Bam. All right. Um, bam. Oh, cool. Should we, should we try a check on uh, Robert again? Yeah, I don't know. Where is he? Is he just like fucking knocked the hell out right now? Rob, Rob, Rob. Here, boy. Here, Dude, boy. there was an issue. Red. Oh, no. Uh, oh, he's alive. Uh, oh, my God. I was worried there for a second. I thought you were uh, a Power Ranger. I thought you were like stronger than this. Uh, do you still Don't have punches like a pussy compared to these guys? He can, he can, I think he does have teeth. He's just got like a straight thrill now, though. So, Rob, do you have a fan service anime? Yes. Grenadier. No story. Just boobs. Yes. <laughs> you want to elaborate? No, it hurts. To breathe. Oh, he'll be fine. And there's no story to elaborate on. There's just boobs. Just boobs. Just Everywhere. Boobs. They're literally just giant eh, Well, Robert will be fine in five minutes. It's like Iki Towson, except for it's not even trying to pretend it has a story. <laughs> God, that's a show. Iki Towson, where they're just fighting and their clothes literally just explode off of them. Uh, that's right. not the one I'm gonna pick. No, I'm gonna. I I got one to pick. I'm I'm kind of torn, because I kind of torn between, um, Fairy Tale, and Soul Eater. Ooh, I like for both. Are you factoring in the ending of Soul Eater when you're talking about Fairy Tale? What do you mean? What? How, how so? What do you mean? Uh, so this is for fan service, right? Yeah. So, give me some instances of Soul Eater. Because, like, when I think about Soul Eater, I just instantly, my mind jumps right to that one scene where they have the magical cat and then the three witches, or not, are they three witches? The, the mouse witch that get together, and then all of a sudden they have, like, a boob off. Um, and that's exactly what I think of when I think of Soul Eater. I, I can not remember forgot that. about that scene. I'm you forgot about that scene? Yeah, it's it's like a whole scene in the episode, and it, it it really accentuates on like the whole fan service of that, and then they get real close to each other, and they they, they just basically they have a boob off. Like I don't know how to describe that better than that, where they just are are comparing their bodies and saying I'm more sexy than you, because like the other that that mouse witch is like three separate witches, and they're really small, and then they join into one and become a really sexy witch, and it's just like okay. 
Um, why? What, what? What were you? What were you getting at, Dane? What, what are you bringing up? Something I was a little confused about. Never mind. Ignore me. Okay, because you're not talking about like the arcane witch too, because she, I guess she had some boobs on there. There was uh, a a minor moment where I forgot we were still on fan service, so just ignore me. Oh, uh, okay. I guess there was like a panty scene too. Yeah, that was in Soul Eater. You could bring up Blair in that, like, in the entire thing, because she pretty much just exists as fan service in Soul Eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like the that's the whole sub joke of that, because they. That's what she was. She's just like a magical cat, and then she just looks really sexy all the time with boobs. And Shows she's her just... boobs off all the time and tries to sleep with soul all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then that that's like the only scene that that, that other witch was like the three witches that really didn't do anything. They are just like little small things, and they got together, and just like that, all of a sudden, they're a sexy witch. They're a sexy mouse witch. It's like, okay, sure. And then that's they just had like a, not a magical power. They're just like, boobs and bleeding nostrils and all that stuff so that's what i gotta say that's that's what i think about when i think about fan service is like that kind of scene was just so kind of just almost out of the out of the norm for it that like that called on to it um so because like the rest of soul leader i don't think of fan service i don't think of like boobs uh it's just it's just that one kind of scene where that happens where it goes like oh, okay yeah that's that's the fan service scene that's what happens, um, and then like the other one which is just fairy tale where it just just has lots of fan service and then the way they angle them it's more than just boob it's a little bit of uh, uh, vagina bulge there, there's some vagina bulge in there that's a thing where the like some of the girls are posed in such a way it's just like that's even further sure uh, so yeah. I don't know. I got, I got that's that's what I got. I got a fairy tale where you got them posing in such a way that you got some vagina bulge, and then you got that one weird scene. In there's probably more, just Blair in general, but like it was just Blair such, such a yeah. So I guess like every scene that involves Blair is always just like kind of the fan service scene. So yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. So I'm, I'm going to talk with those two. What about you, William? What do you have? You know, you brought up fairy tale. So I'm gonna bring up like a specific scene that I remember in Fairy Tale, where uh, I cannot remember the guy's name, and it it bugs me a lot that I can't remember it. But basically, the one where uh, Lucy had to dress up like a French maid. Uh, shit! Didn't that happen more than once? Like, there was like some weird off episodes where they had to like do jobs for random things, and they always had to dress up. And yeah, uh, I mean, she was always showing off her boobs in those. Yeah, and I know yeah. they they make reference to her boobs a lot and her being just apparently self conscious about them even though they're freaking huge. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember in uh, in that episode, the episode that I'm talking about, basically the Lord of the Manor that she was trying to be hired out to only liked ugly girls, but they had her dress up just like super over the top sexy in like a French maid outfit to try to impress him. Hmm. Virgo's introduction episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. And yeah, then, dude, you can bring Virgo into that too, because she started off as that huge hulking beast, and then after yeah. she got like given to Lucy, she pops up as that like sexy maid, and I'm just like, damn, Virgo, what up? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, fictional, but how you doing, girl? She changed right after that. Um, did she didn't get given to Lucy? Did she? She got like unemployed, and so she started finding Lucy around. I think that's how it worked. I think offered she, like, herself to Lucy. She, to Lucy. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. 
Um, God, what was it? What is that other character? I know another character who got so randomly thrown in there. Um, oh, what is her name? I'm forgetting all of a sudden. Uh, she's uh, um, the sister of the other two. Why? Why am I forgetting? Luciana. There you go. Um. Yes, that one. Yeah, she was a she was a lot of fan service too. Where she just got like, she was dead the entire time, and then all of a sudden, oh no, she's not dead. She was just transported to another dimension, and then she just Waste shows up. Waste of space, Mary Sue with boobs. <laughs> there you go, and then no, she just I, showed up. I just thought of a better example in fairy tale of fan service. The episode where they were basically doing, I think it was like the Miss Fairy Tale competition. Where they yes. had all of the girls out there in bikinis and bathing suits, and they oh, basically yeah. had Mira up against Urza, and I'm just like, I don't know who to choose in this. <laughs> I just, yep. I love you both. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, yeah. I guess because like that was a whole thing where it was like all they had like that magazine that was all about the magical, the all the uh, wizards that were also really hot and in bikinis. So exactly. Yeah, that's that's probably the biggest episode in the series, at least from what I've seen of it, uh, of fan service. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's just it's a lot of stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying to find. I'm just I'm looking at photos right now of just like fairy tale fan service, and I'm just trying to find all of them. So search fairy tale fan service. And it, does anyone have any? Thoughts about fan service, I guess, or it's just a thing that's so prevalent in anime that you just sort of accept it. I think you yes. kind of do it after a while. Oh, hello, Virgo. <laughs> Virgo has some bikini scenes as well, doesn't she? I believe she does. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this picture for reasons. Um, <laughs> reasons. Don't you judge me? No, no, man, no. Evil Virgo filler arc is fucking hot. Oh, yeah, man. She's even scampier in that one. She's like wearing nothing. She's like a dominatrix in that one. God, I no. this is I feel like I need to cut this or we're just going to go down a very dark hole very quick. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of Julia now. No, good idea. Losing blood. Rock of succubus. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's it. We're done. We got to get out of here. We got it. No, we're get away from the dark side of the internet. God dang, there's so much stuff. Oh yeah, see right there. Look at that. No, no, no. (laughs) We're closing this. I'm closing this section. Gone down to a dark area. Fan service. Fan service. I I should. It shouldn't be a question. It should just be like very boomer. It's like that'll be my new background. (laughs) I mean, oh, my mic was not muted. Never mind. Uh, So fan service. It's a thing. We all have animes that we have fan service in and we all talk about. Uh, so yeah, we'll leave it at that. Maybe we'll bring it up another time. Maybe we'll have more of a deeper discussion, deeper, uh, deeper discussion yeah. about it. Um, Cole. Yo. I'm going to give the floor to you because it's now your uh, transformation time. All right. Time to turn into a table. <laughs> okay, I'm a table. Yeah, I know, was, right? It was very that, weird. Not a very, very. What kind of table are you today, Cole? 
Hmm. Walnut. I have a walnut table. You hey. Want to intro? Yeah, go, yeah, go. I'll do my intro. Hey, do you like video games, board games, role playing games, just literally any kind of game you can think of? Well, welcome to the gaming table, where we're all going to talk about all those things and more. Ranging from topics such as new releases, current events, social trends, and old favorites. So if any of those interest you, then let's see what you bring to the table. This week, we're talking about our favorite scenic view in a video game. Tyler, go. I gotta go first? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, which one do I want to talk about? I still haven't decided. I got Tyler, a bunch baton of pass. Here you go. Dane, got you got it. one. All right. <laughs> Don't worry, Tyler. I'll buy you some time. Yeah, thank you. All right. Who here has played Journey? Yes. Oh, yeah, Journey. Yeah. Check the link in the description and go to 606. Because in Journey, there's a scene where you're sliding down a sandy slope and it shows the sun setting in the background. And it is the most beautiful thing I've seen in a video game. I remember seeing this scene multiple times in different videos. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Journey is considered to be one of the most very pretty, uh, one of the most pretty games in the in the last few years. Absolutely, that that scene is just stunning for me. Though the second most beautiful scene is the sewers in Eternal Sonata. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never got to play Journey, so I'm a horrible human being for this. Because I know it's a good game, and I just haven't gotten around to it. But I haven't played it either, so you're okay. Oh, good. Oh, Neither am I. I'm the only one. Cole, you don't count. You three are trash. <laughs> Shut up, Mr. Cripple. It's just you and me, Rob. It's always just been you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know. Cole. Cole's Cole, so he's got an excuse. Uh, I guess Will and I are just. It's funny saying that, considering I'm the ga- I'm the gamer. I love my games, so I don't know. I just I don't even think I could get that on Xbox. You have a computer, yeah. Steam, it's lots of Steam, all that Steam. Yeah, well, maybe when I get some money. Oh, jeez. Okay, whatever. Steam sale is just on. Tons of games there. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's very pretty. I'm trying to think, but really, like, ingrained in my mind. Um, Robert, you go. So give him more time. Ah, still uh, more time. Okay. Okay. I just popped some ibuprofen. I'm pretty sure that goes and cures all punches. Or at least <laughs> that's what Streets of Rage taught me. Ugh, okay. So, boy, the... I don't know if this necessarily counts um, just because it isn't really like a landscape shot or anything like that, but there was a moment in a video game Mm -hmm. that completely changed my perspective on what visual storytelling could be in a video game. Um, and I know a few people that kind of feel similarly about this. Um, 
just to give some perspective, I've been playing video games since the original NES. The first game I ever played was the original Super Mario Brothers. So for a long time, video games had just been really limited stories. They a lot of time were more nuanced than substance. Even a lot of the older Legend of Zelda titles, there wasn't really anything visually striking. The stories, when put all together, could be really beautiful, but generally speaking, there wasn't a lot of visual allure to it to drag you into the story deeper. And then the PS2 came around, and I got a copy of Final Fantasy X. Didn't ask for it, was just given it as a uh, Christmas gift. Because uh, it's what the guy at GameStop went and said that everybody was reserving at that point to my mother. And thank God he did. Opening to that game, we're talking just title screen. When the camera is just panning around the ruins of Xanarkand and you don't know where or where it is, you go and hear the beautiful uh, instrumental of the same name uh, composed by Nobuyo Imatsu. You just put it all together, and without knowing anything about what was inside of this game, I was instantly hooked. I wanted to know about this world. I wanted to know what caused this landscape to exist. Just everything about it was compelling and drew me in further. And then playing through the game, it just further reinforces just how beautiful that cinematic is. Even with their re-release in HD... It's definitely showing its age uh, graphically, but it's a moment that I still think is one of the most beautiful things ever coded just because of what it did to me as a gamer. Hmm. Okay. So I hope that works because I'm passing out eye. again. A tear to my eye. Touching, touching. I think, well, whoop. Oh, I no, touched I the floor. I'm losing a lot of blood. I think I got one. I think okay. I got one. Because everything, everything I'm thinking about, I just I keep coming back to like um, Uncharted, I guess. Because that's that's like the uh, that's the video game where it was all very cinematic to uh, cinematic to me, where it was all about the scenery, where they just like you'd be going and exploring. It was, oh, no, it was two video games. I keep thinking about Uncharted, and I keep thinking about God of War. Yeah, God uh, of War was in my mind, too. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about God of War, William? No, I've got a, I've got a different game that I just thought of that is amazing. You can okay. finish up, I'll go. No, I'll go for both. I'm, I'm taking both. Uh, is Uncharted and God of War, because Uncharted, it was very... Uh, how, how should I say? It, it never. I never really got caught on when they panned around things. Um, I just remember being in sceneries and then a lot of stuff happening where you'd be on a boat and all of a sudden the boat sinking. You'd be on a plane and then you're jumping out and then you're landing in the desert. You'd be going through the newest one where you're going through a pirate village where it's just it's all really pretty. It, it they they really dive into what you're exploring because that's what the game's about. It's about you're exploring these ruins that never existed. Or, or whatever they are. So they put a lot of detail into that stuff. So I also enjoyed running around and looking at stuff. Uh, where God of War, it was all very mythology, and they built these things from nothing. And so when you're running around, it was all fixed camera. So when you get into a area, it would all of a sudden, the camera would pan out when you're running, 
and it would show everything and how big and expansive everything was and how you'd they had this big area and you'd be basically running around that for an hour or so because you go into this area you do some puzzle stuff and then you go over here do some puzzle stuff that would unlock some stuff over here you do some puzzle stuff and then so it felt like a very big linear story but then in like god of war you'd be actually running around the same area for a while from this side to the other side it's just it'd be so it'd be i guess like the intestines where it's like you're going down a super long track but it's all twists and turns and compacts into a very small place and so then it would actually pan out and show you this is the whole area you're currently in right now it's still very big and still very cinematic and world building but it's still compacted in this little area so you you'll probably come back here at some point and look at it until you actually truly have a big cinematic uh quick time action scene where you're then thrusted into another completely different place so that's what i like about it. that's that's got a war and then uncharted is just a great definition of cinematic gaming where everything is it's all about scenery and just looking real pretty and that's what that is so that's that's what i think about when you talk about this it's like it's just those two games um William, take it take it take it away what all right got? well while we were actually talking about this i was going to talk about something else at first but then as we got to talking it really kind of hit me the last of us oh that yeah is a cinematically just beautiful game through and through from the very beginning, when you first start off, you know, driving with your family, all the way up until uh, the the scene that kind of sticks out most to me is when Joel is talking to Ellie at uh, with the giraffe. When the oh. giraffe pops up and kind of just you know sticks its head over there, and they're all just like, "Whoa, that's really cool!" And like just looking at that, that was probably one of the most beautiful scenes in a video game that I've ever seen in my life. And that 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 whole game to me just like from the very first second I started playing it, it started taking my breath away with the cinematics. Hmm. Like even from the loading screen where it was just like the sprinkles of dust. I'm like, all right, well I'm hooked. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's all naughty dog. So yeah. If they ever like, did you, did you ever play there? The, uh, the DLC? I have not yet. It's on, it's on my list of things to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember downloading it. Uh, but that game, um, like it, it, it makes you invest in it. It makes you get like really, and uh, like, uh, God, what's the right word I want to use? It makes me invest in the game, but that means it gets me really anxious about playing it because when you actually play like the stealth kind of things where you have to get by all the clickers and uh, not oh, get killed, it. yeah, it's it's very, it's very anxiety written. So. I almost I like I downloaded the DLC and I didn't play it for the longest time because I knew exactly how I was gonna feel when I played it because it just it gets me so invested and anxiety written because like you have to do a whole lot of kind of stealth because if you screw up your stealth when you're trying to kill some of those clickers then they all just run on you and then you just die and you're dead and you just yeah. you can't really you can't fight your way through it you gotta like think your way through it and sneak your way through it. So I'm not gonna lie, the uh, the clickers kind of made me quit that game for about three months because oh. there was that scene where you have to sneak through the office past like four different clickers. 
I couldn't get by it the first few times that I tried it. It just pissed me off so much that I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm going to play Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it was, um, God, what was the hardest one? It was like through the warehouse area. Uh, God, what was that? That was the hardest one I found. It was like you're going through a warehouse to the point where you actually run out of the warehouse and you close the doors. And then there's a big warning sign. Don't go in here. There's a bunch of clickers inside. That's the hardest area I had. And after that, I got used to it, and then I figured out how to fight them. And like even the the big guys, like the boomers, I was getting uh, like the cocktails and everything, and so I was doing pretty good because I'd throw out an explosive. It would make a loud noise. It would attract all the clickers there. Then I'd throw out some fire, and that would kill everything because fire worked really well on them. So, yeah, it did. That's how I got to the office building was just throwing Molotovs strategically. Yeah. And it, it just it attracts them, and they're like, shit, another Molotov. And then they all catch on fire, and they die. And it's just exactly. like, oh. So once, once, you, once you get the idea, it, it becomes very easy to do. Uh, but yeah, the DLC, um, I liked it, because it was a lot more cinematic. And um, there were some of those fighting around clickers, but there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, so, But it, it was good. I liked it. it, but, it but that game just makes you... Get it get it gets me invested in it, and so that that's game how is I, extremely frustrating, but it is so much fun at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I I like that one. That's good. What was your what was your other uh, game you wanted to talk about? Like well, what was your other game, another game that I was thinking about is uh well for one you have uh, or no the one I was going to talk about was Shadow of Mordor. Hmm. Some yeah, of those, uh, some of those parts where you're just like posted up on top of a building, looking out over one of the orc camps, and you can just see orcs everywhere, just all all over the ground. And uh, there's one. I was actually just playing this the other day. I was up on a hill, and right at the black gate, there's that statue of Sauron with the chains around the humans' necks. And I, I was looking at that, and I was just like, "Damn, that is actually a really cool shot." Like the way, the whole way that they had that set up, because you from like around one of the rocks, you could see just the orc camp laid out below them, going right up next to the gate, which has that just towering and intimidating statue of Sauron there. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, that I'd say that's also a great example of like shots of like showing on video games of everything. It's just, uh, man, what was it? I was watching people who there's like camera functions in video games and then people were just playing video games and just basically taking the camera function and just taking photos of stuff like yeah. and, and they all looked actually really has a good. photo mode yeah yeah and they they all looked really good it looked like someone went out into the world with their camera and just took photos of stuff the way photographers do and i don't know it it, it takes a little special a little bit of speciality to be able to look at something and then take a camera and then look at it at a certain angle with a certain kind of light and a certain kind of filter to get like a really interesting shot where yeah. if you looked at it just normally you wouldn't see that so but yeah i don't know that's uh that's some cool stuff uh Definitely. cool 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 did you have one did you already say yeah, one yeah no i ha- i was letting everybody else know <laughs> oh okay and for uh, other than me who hasn't gone yet i think you're it 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Wait, for way myself, to slack, Cole. way to slack. Ha ha ha. <laughs> but for myself, I would have to go with The Witcher Three. Because I this is so- oh. sorry. I have not played it yet, and I need to. So I hear it everybody is, um, raving it, about it. It is such a beautiful game. So you can like get up on top of one of the mountains and just look, and it's like so beautifully detailed. It's just one of those wonderful games that you've got to try at least once. What? What's? Isn't that based off a book? Um, it is, but it is based off some older stories based, uh, from a Polish author using Germanic Germanic um, monster legends. Huh. It is really good. I actually have all the books. Do you? Yes, I do. Have you read them? Um, I'm about halfway through the first one. <laughs> mm. And I, uh, the novels are called the Witch. Oh, same name, Witchers. Yeah. Hmm. But in any case, though, I think that's about it. Wait, did, did you not going to talk about the Witchers some more? Like, where? Was there a scene that was like really captivating that you like? Remember? For me, most for mostly just for me. Like I'm still playing the game right now, and one of the my favorite. There's multiple different spots, but I've climbed to the top of just a mountain and just looked over, and just seeing everything and just stuff in the distance and just beautiful. It's, at all types of times of day, it just looks gorgeous. Or just coming out of a, one uh, one of the large castles and just looking down over a harbor, it is just really beautiful. Hmm. I just, uh, it's just one of that. I think okay. it's just amazing to see how much work the people actually put into these things to make them look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that that's just that's incredible to me because I don't, I don't have the patience for anything near like that. Like, you're, you're lucky to get a stick figure out of me, and yet there's <laughs> these people out there who can literally paint lifelike landscapes on these video games that really make you lose yourself in the landscape and kind of like just. You know, disappear into the game. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that—that's that astounds me. Definitely. I don't know. I feel like it's a—you uh, build something big, and then you like just every so often you, you just slow your detail and go smaller and smaller and smaller, and then you find yourself putting like little details in all little areas, and then when you get yourself on a nice little flow, you just kind of keep going. And like mm-hmm. these games, it's not like they—they they make them in an evening. They kind of take some time to develop them you get yourself in a good flow and then you start to think of crazy ideas of like how to make this look the way you want it to look and then you just you just keep going just be creative i guess yeah, I, just, I just don't have patience for that uh, <laughs> ah. i've got that adh some, something i don't know squirrel but <laughs> nice okay gotcha i guess that brings us to the end then oh i felt like this went quick okay. I feel like we went through this quicker than we usually do. Not really. No? At what time? Okay. It's been about well, two hours, two and a half. Three, three, eight, eight, eight hours. Okay. Well. But in any case, though, uh, well, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, it was my uh, pleasure. Uh, what, what was, what was plug, your plug YouTube your again? again? Plug it again. Plug it again. It's youtube.com slash game sass channel. Jeez, I can't even say my own channel name right. Okay. And that, of course, will be in the description if you're on YouTube and on uh, and on um, SoundCloud and also iTunes and, and, and iTunes. iTunes and, and iTunes. iTunes. Okay. 
And well, do you guys have a date for your live stream yet, or? Uh, we do. Um, I might have to look it up real quick. It's, uh, I know that it is in November. I want to say it's the 11th, but I, I could be wrong. All right. It's either the 9th or the 11th. No, do you, the have, 11th. do you have a Twitter? I do. Uh, the Twitter is, well, at game underscore sass. Okay. Instagram? Uh, we do. It's actually it's the same thing. I believe all of our pages are game underscore sass. Yeah. What else is there? Instagram. We got Twitter, MySpace, Facebook, MySpace, uh, You can always hit us up on YouTube or through our personal Twitter accounts. Mine's uh, Terry Armand in real life. Or Terry Armand IRL. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I got a Terry Armand <laughs> onesie. Oh, dude, I love you so much more now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty awesome from you. Oh, come in, come and fight me, bro. I, I actually I will fight you over that. Don't tempt me. I will do it. Okay. Okay. You gotta travel <laughs> far distance though. So yeah. Worth it. So worth okay. it. Okay. But uh John. John John's Twitter is John Clark seventeen ninety one. So if you want to talk to either of us there or even uh I'll be the one running the Twitter page, so if you want to talk to me on there, more than happy to hear from all of you guys. Okay. Okay. Well I'll I'll set this out then. Uh, I got a Vulpine near me. I need to go check that out soon, so I'll close this a out. Vulpine? Vulpine? Oh, what, what, what? Vulpix. Vulpix. There. there you go. That's the word. Thing with a bunch of tails. It turns into nine tails. I'm Vulpix. Vulpix. There you go. That's the right one. It's near me. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> okay. Uh, and thanks so much for joining us once again. Uh, make sure to check out our SoundCloud uh every like and subscribe helps us out as creative partners we'd love it if you'd check us out on itunes and help us out by giving us a five-star review uh say some nice things about us sure um and if you'd be so kind to leave us a review we would love it for it love you for it um we are on youtube for all our multimedia podcasts and don't forget our twitter at software rangers and email soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com. Whatever happened to the puns that we're supposed to be getting emails of that, I was supposed to read them out. I don't know what happened with that. Oh, Talk right. That yes, I, I uh, have a list. We got a few emails time. on that one. Next, next week. Next, next week. I'm actually we surprised have, we got any emails, but okay. We have lots of new fun ideas and can't wait for you to hear and or see them. Uh, so we hope you'll join us for all that. And of course... We are doomed updating every Monday. Take care, everyone. Uh, uh, yeah. Did we learn anything today? What did we learn? We learned a bunch of stuff. Uh, doesn't matter. That's I it. I learned you don't talk about Fight Club. Oh, God. You just I said it up. again. You, 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 just you did it again. <sighs> well, bye, everyone. Bye. You the zombie bye. medics. Bye. <laughs>